It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. This is a proud production of ITM Media. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Preston's. Probably going to get sued over that opening, but yes, Preston Lude is finally back here. They'll be at via Zoom, just like along with Charlie Herkus here on Rambling About Racing, covering the Darlington th- weekend. I almost said throwback weekend, the Southern 500 weekend there at the Darlington Motor Speedway for NASCAR and the Dutch Grand Prix for Formula One. Preston, we're going to start off with you, man. How's it going? Glad you're back here. Wish you were in studio but understand why you're not. What's going on, man? Uh, not a lot. It's uh, it's good to be back. I'm sorry that I've been gone for so so long. I did that. Uh, I did that opening <laughs> like three weeks ago, and I was hoping to that you would didn't get to use it, huh? Didn't get to use it until right now, man. Yeah, I'm back finally. I've been gone for a while. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, life is busy, man. You know, I got one in kindergarten now, and the other is going back to daycare, so. I'm always doing something in the afternoon, especially with the uh, the one that's in kindergarten. Got to make sure that we do some kind of schoolwork in the afternoon. But I mean, other than that, wife works late sometimes. I feel burned out all the time, tired all the time, and oh, and I relayed to you that I have to have surgery at some point very, very soon now. So yeah, life yeah. is all over the place right now. Yeah, I hear you, man. Life is all over the place. Um, Caroline's starting to grow more with the baby. 
We got new stuff for the baby's room, more more so like hand-me-down stuff as far as the baby room, but uh, we're excited about that come February. Might have a Daytona 5 ticket for a giveaway here shortly. If not, I we do have something we want to give away at the end of the show. We didn't have any takers, Charlie, for the Darlington ticket. Nobody emailed I the show. I even handed to a couple of people like, hey, you might want to listen to the show. Yeah, no, nobody emailed me whatsoever for a free Darlington ticket. So, oh, well. Oh, yeah, that's kind of a oh, well on me. <laughs> too because, late now. Yeah, it's too late now. But <laughs> but here, I'll, I'll say it right now. If you email us at inthemarbles at hotmail.com, I got a Darling, I got a, not a Darlington, a Bristol ticket for a couple of weeks from now. Fortunately, work schedule, I couldn't work around it. So I have an extra, I have a Darling, or I keep wanting to say Darlington for some reason. It's still on my mind. We have a Bristol race ticket that I want to give to a, someone who can use it most definitely. Let me know in the marbles at hotmail.com or any of our social media platforms found at ramblingaboutracing.com. Switching over to Charlie. Charlie, how's it going, man? You Are you ready for this weekend's races? Two of them, right? Uh, I hope so. Uh, Going to go to the shop tomorrow night, tidy some things up. Luckily, there's not a whole lot to do to the cars because – they were ready to go last race and got rained out. All we really had to do was load them up, unload them. Um, <clears throat> I may tweak a little bit. Uh, I want to change a shock on mine and uh, try it in practice, see what happens. But really, truly, that's it. I'm going to go over there, load them up, and get ready for this weekend. So, unfortunately, we don't get to requalify. Qualifying is going to be set on where we qualified at three weeks ago. But you qualified third, so, I mean, that's uh, got to... Yeah, qualified I mean, third, so anybody that shows up this weekend that wasn't there three weeks ago is automatically going to start at the back. It is is what it is, so we'll go from there and see what happens. All right, and and uh, we got to ask you, too, you got your brand-new computer. Are you? Did you get that thing spun up yet? Are you getting everything loaded in for iRacing here? Uh, sure. That's a no. That's a 100% uh, that, that no. That would be a no. Yeah, Look, that's a 100% this week, no. This week and this coming week are going to be busy, busy, busy weeks at work. Okay. This coming week for sure. So I won't have I won't have much time to fool with it. Charlie spent so much. I finally got – I bugged them about getting this computer in. Yeah, and, and you finally get it in. I it, I've unpacked it, and it hadn't moved out of my living room since then. <laughs> he spent so much money on this computer, hasn't even turned it on once. I, that's I amazing. Sure that's I, amazing. I hadn't even plugged it up yet. No, that's amazing. Well, so, I'm, I'm like, because I, 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 the one I'm using, I want to like clear everything off of it, and before I move it, like be done with it, and then move that one over there. And once I spin it up, it be set in place. So like, right. I want to be completely done with one, and I just hadn't had the time to be done with one, and then move the other one in its in its spot. All right. Well, hmm. we see you got your rig there, getting ready for. I, I did get the rig going, yep. just waiting on. Nice. A steering wheel adapter and pedals, yep. and then we would be ready to go. Yep, and we got, got to push the talk button. Oh, and they sent me the wrong button box, so I'm waiting yep. on the new button, <laughs> the button box to come with the brake bias and everything <laughs> in it. So right, so it, waiting waiting on that to get here. It's so gonna, it's going to be a lot of fun because here, whenever Charlie gets everything squared away, there we're going to be starting to stream on Twitch, like as far as him spawning for me, and then him I'm spawning for him. 
It's going to be a lot of fun. We just need to get Preston on iRacing here shortly. Yeah, so you we can't can... see it, but I have a platform in the back that I can stand on that puts me higher than the TV. Great. So that I can sp- – yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we had a very interesting uh, – we, well, I, I say we. I had a very interesting weekend here at the Darlington Motor Speedway. Uh, I want to first give a shout-out to uh, Speedway Media, and more specifically an uh, individual there named Barry – who is um, editor, chief editor, I believe, of Speedway Media, giving me the opportunity to get photo credentials and photograph my first NASCAR race. And it was it was such an eye-opening experience, gentlemen. And I know Charlie probably understands the kind of inner workings of that, but, I, but for more of a driver's side and mechanic side, but I saw it from a media side firsthand. And I tell you, man, there's a lot more moving parts than you think. That media center is a buzz of activity from start of the weekend till the end of the weekend. But we'll get into that. We have a Formula One race to cover. I didn't watch the Formula One race. I saw who won. But Preston, you want to tell us a little bit about the Dutch Grand Prix and maybe enlighten us on what happened at Belgium Mm -hmm. and that whole debacle? Because I know you probably know more about it. Charlie and I talked about it last weekend on last week's show, I should say, about that. And we were just kind of like, do you know if the fans got their money back whatsoever with that? I haven't heard any. I mean, I know that there was a big push for fans to get their money back, but I haven't heard anything about any of them getting any money back, which I feel like they deserve it because they sat through a lot of that. I mean, who who do you know that would sit through raining like that for hours on end? And it was cold. I think it was like in the 50s there and raining at the same time. Would you want to sit in the 50s and raining for hours on end? Absolutely not. <laughs> not when the rain's coming down like that? No, not at all. I, I think it was just kind of ridiculous. Charlie and I kind of wish you were there so we could have just given you crap about the whole episode. I feel like that's would have, what would have happened. Listen, I, I was miserable just watching from home for hours on end, wondering what's going to happen. And then, you know, they nothing. pulled out on – they pulled on – they did those – few formation laps and they're like oh we'll bring them back down to the road and then they went back out and i mean it was just it was crazy it's like it reminds you of like you know nascar when you sit there in the afternoon and you're like waiting every hour for the updates on a rain delay but with formula one it's it can have they can race at any time because they race in the rain to begin with but it was just it looked so miserable there it just looked like there was too much rain all the time and you know then when they came out of the pit lane to do those two laps. And then they were like, well, we're just going to go ahead and count this as a race, but everybody gets half points. And I was like, I mean, oh, I mean, I guess I'm okay with that. I mean, George Russell got a podium out of it, which was kind of cool to see Williams get that front row starting spot because of the rain. I thought that was, I was all for that, but there, you know, now, you know, you know, I think Maples and I had talked about, or somebody else talked about, now we know, now people understand how, People end up with like a half point or something. Or I think you mentioned it. You probably mentioned it to me, Matt, yeah, about I mean, how you were talking about how somebody gets a half point. You know, when we did the driver well, of the week, I think. We'll yeah, we, we, we talked about a driver who got a point five, and we didn't wondered how that happened. Yeah. Could you explain that a little more? Because I don't know what it has to go past 75% race distance to get awarded full points, correct? Right, that's correct. So if the race doesn't go over 75% of the scheduled distance, then they only give out half points for, you know, of course the top 10 spots. So of course, if you finish 10th, you only get one point, but if you're, you don't go 75%, you only get a half point. So that's where the half point comes in. So it's a little weird, but a lot of people thought that 
why even count it as a race? Because they technically didn't get to race. They did two laps behind a safety car, which yes and no, because in a safety car like that, anything can happen, especially like when cars are on their way out to the grid. Usually you have like a warm-up like you get to do on the way to the grid. And we've seen people plenty of times crash on the way to the grid and then they're out for the race. And that, you know, that that's it. But I mean, there was a lot of controversy with Sergio Perez. They were able to fix the car in time before the race technically started, but they didn't get the race. So, I mean, I, who knows? You know, there's so much happening. The FIA looked very confused over the weekend, and I can tell you right now, I think there were a lot of corners being cut at that point. <laughs> I, I think so too, man. But uh, moving forward, and we're not, I, I don't really want to, I didn't watch the Formula One race, but I know Max Verstappen won. He's three points ahead of Lewis Hamilton in the championship. I think this is going to go down to the wire. Hope Hamilton gets COVID. Oh, he already had COVID. <laughs> Hope he gets. He got it last year. <laughs> yeah, he got it last year. That's what gave George Russell his chance. <laughs> Kimi Raikkonen's got COVID. Yeah, Kimi Raikkonen not coming back. He's not like he, that. Unfortunately, Kimi Raikkonen is retiring. And so, if I had to pull for anybody in F1, Raikkonen would be my guy. Is it, uh, so let's put it this way. Netherlands was kind of like business as usual, but with Max Verstappen this time instead of Lewis Hamilton. Right. It seemed like a good um, race just not, based on the highlights. I enjoyed it because I enjoyed the uh, those those banking turns that they have. Yeah, that was, was kind of cool to see an F one car. Go was it Vettel? Now I like, seen I did see a couple of the highlights and I seen a couple of the passes. Was it Vettel that passed like four cars on the high side and and one of those banks? Like he just blew by a few of them. He used the high side and one of those banks to to his advantage and just just flew past them. I think it was Vettel. It may not have been Vettel. It may have been somebody else. But I think I mean, Fernando he, Alonso was one of those other guys that did that because he made up a couple of spots on the start. I think it was turn three. Was when he got to turn three and he used that high side. I think it was like three wide. I thought it was pretty cool to see. It was interesting to see practices along the way. You know, Charles. I think it was Charles Leclerc that wrecked into that banking turn. That was kind of interesting to see. But, yeah, it was not a bad race. I mean, like I said, business as usual, just Max Verstappen style, not Lewis Hamilton style, which I can get down for any day at this point. And now we have a big shakeup for next year coming up because George Russell gets to be teammates with Lewis Hamilton, which finally we get to see George Russell prove his worth and hopefully... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Maybe show up Lewis Hamilton. Hopefully he doesn't take a backseat like Valtteri Bottas has for the last few years. I, I unless think, the team yeah. tells him to. Yeah, unless the team tells him to. And <laughs> yeah. he, he's just an understatement right there. Yeah. But man, what a um what a uh interesting weekend in Darlington. Uh switching gears to NASCAR now. Had a great weekend. Again, thank you to Speedway Media for giving me the opportunity to do this. And my first race I've ever photographed as far as a legitimate photographer for a media company was Saturday's Xfinity race. And I thought I had my camera set up. Well, I met this guy there. His name is Ted. He's shot races since the mid nineties, late eighties. He's been doing this for years, photography. And I met him. He's a, he lives in Charlotte. So he drove down. I met him and he said, just, you know, go out there, follow me for a little bit and then go do your thing. 
Well, first I got to tell you this. The media center at these races is just a, like I said, a beehive of activity. Free Coke, free water, and they cater lunch and meals, which I didn't know. So I ate before. Coke's I, got too much sugar for you. I went there. No, I drank water all week, and it was really hot. But there came a point where, you know, I go in there and do the, I, I, I shoot the video or shoot photos of the race, and I, I realized quickly, like during one of the pit stops, when the car lets go of the clutch and goes, stuff can fly off. And I saw a NASCAR official turn away during the pit stop. And I wondered why that was. It's like, what's he doing? He was ignoring loose lug nuts on a Gibbs car, probably. Well, he was. De- <laughs> it definitely, it definitely had something to do with a lug nut because a lug nut went right past my mm-hmm. face. That woke me up fast. But then a- after the Xfinity race, I submitted photos, and my computer that I brought with me was just fritzy. So I said, I- "I'll get the rest later." I said, you know, to Ted, who was kind of, I was kind of a thorn in his side. Sometimes I feel. I said, just critique my photos. Don't beat around the bush. Just give me it straight up how you thought I did. Don't hold any punches. Right. Don't hold any punches. Full send. I saw him Sunday or Saturday or Sunday morning at the truck race, getting ready to do that. I said, so how'd I do? And, you know, you know, you brand new guy, you know, expected, you know, you didn't do bad, but you, you, this is what you need to work on. And he just gave me one word and that was crap. All of them were crap. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. That may, and I started questioning, is, is this what I, is, you know, am I in the right spot right now? But after a so, few- so here's Matt in a porta potty, 90 degree weather, crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm on the fu- FaceTime and Caroline. Yeah. They- <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this was the right thing. I don't know. He, he said my he stuff. Come get me. Can you can you can you pick me up? It was so funny. It was like, oh man. And then so he gave me a few pointers and stuff. And and after that I, I you know got some good photos of the truck race and in the cup race. If you go to speedwaymedia.com and click on NASCAR photography and look for the uh Southern five hundred, you can see my photos up there. And if you, you look for cool the little signature on them yet, and, um, they got the Speedway Media logo, but they used a few of them, a few of my photos for the power rankings as well as the victory for Sheldon Creed and stuff. So it was kind of like, okay, <clears throat> now I kind of know what to do for next time I do this, so it won't be as embarrassing. But then once I got around to it, I was it was like, okay, once I kind of got my camera set up, it was great. But I did meet Josh Rayum there, Preston. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. When I was uh, at the truck race and they mentioned his name, I turned to my brother and was like, oh, hey, we interviewed that guy. Yep, we interviewed him <laughs> like way back in season one. But Josh was walking away towards his truck. I wanted to meet him. And so I walk up to him and said, you know, hey, Josh, um, I'm Matt Beamer from the podcast from Rambling About Racing. He said, oh, yeah. So we talked for a few minutes and I took some photos from him and sent them to him, and hopefully he likes them. And he said he did. He said he did. So I sent him a few photos and stuff. But it was really nice meeting him. But guess who else I met there, Charlie? Amber. Amber Slagle. Yes, I did. I. It, she was a lot shorter than I pictured. <laughs> I mean, she was a little thing. It was so crazy because so the FaceTime didn't do her justice. Well, the, the when we were on Zoom, you know, it, you can't tell size from Zoom. It, right. it, it was just so 
weird. I mean, I thought she was, and then in pictures, she looked taller. Race cars are short, so, you know, I thought she was kind of tall. No, she's a little thing, but there she was on pit road after the uh, cup race, moving tires back and forth. It, and she was just working as hard as she could work with uh, those guys. She just, she's living up to her episode. And if you get a chance to go back and listen to her episode, uh, do that because it was a uh, great episode with Amber. That's, that's like I said, right after we interviewed her, uh, you know, I watched the ARCA race at uh, Watkins Glen right after that when Tyler Akram fell out of the race. Uh, she was right there at the right there at the hood of that car, hands on, like trying to figure out what was going on. She's definitely living up to, to her end of everything she was saying. Great to meet Amber. It was great to meet Josh. Finally, you know, you, you talk to these guys. And it's like, was oh. Amber working with Josh? No, Amber was working with uh, GMS. Okay, yeah. She was working with the GMS guys there, and she's just busting her tail. Now she's got a race coming up here in Las Vegas in mm-hmm. a couple weeks, so stay tuned on that. We're going to give you updates on that as they come. But I do have one more story before we bring in Tracy and Robert, and I think you guys will get a kick out of some of their stories because they're fun guys to hang out with throughout the course of Rican. During the truck race, I forgot my laptop at the campsite. In in the little voice, and it was Ted's voice. It was in it was in my head saying, "You got to make sure you put these up as soon as the race is over, so they can use the photos for their articles for the writers." And throughout the truck race, it's like, "I forgot my laptop. How am I gonna pull this one off?" I said, "Well, I could use somebody else's laptop." But then I thought. Do you really want to come in as a that guy, that new guy, and ask for somebody's equipment right away? Right, and ask for somebody's equipment right away when they got to use it. It's like, nah. Well, there came a point in the truck race, and I don't know if you were there or not, Preston, where there was a caution in turn three and four. There was a spin. And the reason I know there was a spin because, Scott, I got into the Jeep from the media center and was going out the racetrack, and I saw the spin in front of me. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I go under the tunnel and quickly grab my laptop and everybody was there at the campsite that I was with. And they said, I thought you were taking photos at the race. It's like, I, what well, I am, I, I have to get my laptop I can grab my laptop, come back and everything turned out fine. I still, I didn't miss the end of the race, but it was the one and only time I've ever left a racetrack in the middle of a race. I can't Freaking believe it. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You had one job. You had one job, and I could not I could not do it right. It was just one of those things where it was a fun weekend. It was very educational. Again, thanks to Speedway Media. Credentials revoked. <laughs> you, thanks you have for, to go back on the waiting list for 10 years. Thank, that's what happened. Yeah, thank, thanks for showing up, kid. Oh, my gosh, man. It was great. It yeah, was, so it was where, nice knowing was, you, but uh, good try. Yeah. yeah. Better luck on the, the, you, better luck's on the tree out next year. What was that? <laughs> where were you camping at? Where, where was the campground at? You were at? Yeah, at the Geico camping on the other side of the track, just ten camping. It was like eighty dollars a night, or eight, not eighty dollars. Are you talking eight, about across the uh, the highway? Yeah, across the highway on the back or, stretch. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, I know I'm yeah. Able to be back and forth. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, real quick. So, um, when you got, you, I remember when you texted me and you said that you got a ticket, and then you were like, "This is gonna suck if my credentials get approved after I get this ticket." And then you texted me like a day later and said. Well, my credentials got approved. <laughs> did you? I knew that was going to happen. You didn't like try to get a refund, did you? No, I should have done what your brother said 
and just said I couldn't get it. Yeah, he this got year. his rolled over. He got two tickets rolled over to next year, so he's got two tickets for next year already. Yeah, well, I'm planning to just reapply for credentials again. Take photos. Okay, well, I, I didn't. I didn't know if that's if you knew about that because he tried now, to get the refund. Are there credentials two, other good for tickets. all races? No, it's only good for Darlington. It was a Darlington specific pit pass credential, and, and yeah, so. Any other race I go to, I have to get that weekend's, whether it be. Uh, so there are the credentials f- specifically from each track? Yeah. They're controlled by NASCAR in each track. So oh. it's, it's got to go. It's this whole process that I have no idea. I just submit the dates I can go or the tracks I can go to. Well, it helps that you already got one. So it should make the process for others a lot easier. Yeah, it should. And then there was a meeting I forgot to mention. So. Before these credential, before you can attend the race, you have to make it to one or two, one of two meetings that's hosted by NASCAR. And I thought it was just one of those things where they were going to tell us how the flow of the weekend goes, but it was one of those meetings. It was just kind of like they cover, they send you an email of the do's and don'ts of the weekend, and then they tell you again, these are the do's, these are the don'ts of the weekend. And it was it was interesting, man. It was very interesting. And I bet you guys cannot guess the number one most popular person on pit road throughout the course of the weekend. The most popular person on pit road. Uh, popular person. So it's probably not going to be a driver. No, it's not Obviously. a driver. It's not a driver. Okay, well, there goes my guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who would be there all weekend. It was A.J. Allmendinger's wife. The most popular person on pit road. Miss North really? Carolina. Yeah, she was everybody. Oh, uh, that's everybody. Everybody uh, was coming up to her. Hang on. And just say, <laughs> I mean, just hi, hi. AJ, Almond, Linger, Wife. Hell yeah, no wonder she's popular. <laughs> I'd be popular too. <clears throat> That's like AJ McCarron being married to Miss Alabama. Yeah, yeah, it was just like that. It was so funny, man. She was just the most popular person on pit road, and and yeah, I didn't want to be the guy. And be like, hey, I'm new here. I'm Matt. How's it going? Did you get pictures? I don't know if I got pictures. I was busy taking pictures of drivers and well, race. So I'm sure at some point in time she was standing right next to the driver. She was standing right in front of me. I feel like oh, it would have been awkward if I just, like, you know, just sneak a photo. Hey, hey I'm, I'm, I'm Matt. <laughs> Can I get your picture? I'm, I'm, first of all, I wouldn't, ask, I wouldn't ask you for a picture. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't oh, do I that. Caroline, don't listen to this episode. She will listen to this episode. Like, oh my this is the one episode she will say, I want to start know, listening This is back. absolutely the one episode she'll listen to. Right. But it, overall, it was a great week, and there's so many stories. We're going to bring... Tracy and Robert on here real quick to talk, tell about because they got some good stories too. It was Robert's first race, and Tracy he's been um, coming to races for years. But we're gonna get them on real quick and hear their stories, folks. Before we continue on with today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our online store at Teespring. There you can find the latest and greatest rambling about racing gear, such as pint glasses, t-shirts, phone cases, coffee mugs. You name it, we have it. If we don't have it, we'll make it up for you. You could also find all of the In the Marbles throwback gear there as well. 
And from now till the end of September, if you use discount code PLAYOFFS in honor of the NASCAR playoffs that have started here for the Cup Series, you'll get an additional 20% off your order. If you head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab, you can find the link to the store. And remember, 20% off of your entire order when you enter discount code PLAYOFF till the end of September. We're joined now by Tracy and Robert. Met these guys at Darlington this past weekend. Our first fan interaction actually here on Rambling About Racing. So this is going to be a great experience, I think, for everybody involved. And first off, I want to thank you guys for your service. Both active duty Army stationed in North Carolina. Gentlemen, how's it, how's it going? Yes, we're doing all right. I'm doing all right. Can't complain. Good, Robert. Good, Robert. Tracy, how are you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for bringing me on. Cool experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, this is uh, the whole point of the show is to have fans talk racing. And since you two are were willing to come on and more than, I think, enthusiastic to come on to the show, it just make it a great point to bring you guys on. Talk about your experiences over the course of the weekend, because I know we, we went through a lot together, I feel. But, Robert, I'm going to start off with you. This was your first NASCAR race. I got to know what your expectations were coming into the weekend and did everything in the weekend exceed expectations, hit below expectations, or about where you expected the weekend to go? Yes, Matt, this was my first race. And I didn't think the, I didn't expect the environment to be as friendly and welcoming as it was. What, what do you expect it to be? Bunch of damn drunks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a bunch of damn drunks. There was, there really was. Just figured, you know, because I go to like lowrider car shows and stuff. I don't go to... NASCAR races, you know, like that's that's just not the environment I'm usually in. That's not, I'm way out of my element. I thought to expect like smirks here and there, you know, a little um, like side eyes and stuff like that, but I didn't get none of that. But I, it was really welcoming. It was really cool. You expected kind of, I, uh, how can I put this in a way that's so PC that we won't get flack for it? You expected, Hostile. yeah, I mean, well, I will, Robert. Is a, uh, is of Hispanic descent. He's from Texas, and you know, coming into an environment like that, it's kind of like a oh gosh, how would how would I put that, Charlie? You know, just kind hostile. of hostile. I mean, I kind of said not, not hostile. I think he was just. I think he was just expecting the environment to be a little more tense than what it was. Yeah, and yeah. and it wasn't. It and was it a wasn't. lot more welcoming and 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 a little more, I guess, friendly, open arms. Yeah, as is, is what was, you would say. I, I think that. The, the perception of NASCAR is that we're a bunch of good old boys, Southern boys and rednecks and don't tread on us, but dumb drunks. Yeah. Dumb drunks, right? Confederate flags, yeah. chasing. I anybody. think you about said it. Hillbillies. Yeah. He'll, I mean, you know, I'd hate hillbillies. Us. Preston. We ain't hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, for, I mean, Robert, I think has a, a legitimate concern coming in as a fan that I say that you come down here to the track. I raise that. You'll be like, Oh yeah, they're freaking hillbilly. Yeah, yeah. they're freaking. Oh yeah, they're ignorant and dumb. Oh God, I liked it. It was yeah. really cool. Good. I'm glad you did. It was a uh, because I think like I was going back to there. A lot of fans coming into sport expect that, but then when they get there, they go, "No, this isn't the way it is," and portrayed by a lot of I think media sources, especially last year when we were talking about all this stuff going on 
Right. In, in that NASCAR is a bunch of the perception of NASCAR to Robert was, oh, no, I'm going to get stink eye the whole time. Where when I first <laughs> met him, it was like, and I heard it was his first race. I'm like, oh, man, well, you know, hope it's everything you expect. And if you got any questions, let me know. And, you know, I'm not going to be hanging out with you all weekend. But no, you need I, to go to Talladega. Yeah. Grounds. If you want to party, Talladega is where man. it's at. It's crazy. But, uh, Robert, being your first race, uh, you got pit passes. I'm going to switch it over to Tracy here because originally you guys didn't have pit passes. And, uh, Tracy, I'm going to let you explain that one to us because I went up <laughs> to get my credentials, my legitimate my legitimate credentials, and take it away, Tracy. What what happened? You said you had, you know, your media pass, your credentials to be in the pits for media. I'm like, huh. I've heard a few things being in the army, you know, you go up to a ticket booth or something like that. And they you say, Hey, was there anything left for the army? Let's see, if, let's see if we can try it. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We go up to the ticket booth for the credentials trailer. We had our IDs, and we said, hey, there was, we heard there were some passes here for the Army. And they were asking who told us, and we were telling, you know, so-and-so told us this and that. And they're like, well, you're not on the list. I was like, well, can you check again? He said, well, we'll look again, but we don't see you. But let us see your IDs. So we show them our IDs, and they're like, well, we'll put you on the list. So they sent us the links, and we filled everything out. They scanned our QR code, and we got VIP passes for the entire weekend. I kind of were, you know, were y'all in uniform? No, no, they weren't in uniform whatsoever. Oh, my God. Here's this the- makes it <laughs> I'm doing this every race now. No. I swear to goodness, oh. I'm doing this every no, race. See, here, here's the crazy thing. What it, no, was- see, Beaver, you, Matt, you know my look, though. I oh, have yeah. the crappiest look. Oh, yes. You know the first time I do this, I'm getting arrested. Well, it's not even arrested. You're not going to be. You're going to be on the band list. I'll, the no, whole time. I'll be escorted off the premises. Like it was. No, what are you? What are you trying here? Like, what kind of bullcrap are you trying to pull here? Right. It was so crazy because I got mine lickety split. You know, they said, "Oh, here you are. Here's your pass," and they scanned the code and gave it to me. And I'm off. And well, Tracy and Robert were sitting at the trailer, and it was a while. All of a sudden. <laughs> Robert's, you know, losing his mind. He's just like, oh, no, oh, no. And Tracy's smiling. He's got this grin on his face that is just big. He's like, we got to go back and get my wallet. We need to go now. And so we go back to the campsite, which is just like a tenth of a mile away, get the the wallet, come back. About five minutes later, there they come. Weekend (laughs) VIP passes. And Tracy and Robert is more just like, 
what do I do? He was like Ricky Bobby. Like what? What just happened? He's like, I, and Tracy, <laughs> and, and Tracy's just confident. I knew that would work. I, I didn't know it would work that well. And now well, we're had no doubt. I'm not saying I finessed NASCAR. You did, there but was, I did. There's you did. I don't know how you did it, but sure enough, we do that. Did I drive you guys to the? No, you know, I dropped you guys off, and you went. Yeah, and we got you went to the fan zone. Afterwards, yeah. but I I went into the media center. I, I'm pretty sure. Wait, time You out. were getting on to Robert about back background noise, and it's and, not even Robert. Yeah, it's, my bad. That, I just had to grab something. You can't do we were, that in the middle of recording, man. Now I got to edit that out. I got it. We more were, editing. We were talking, and I forgot I didn't have it inside. So I mean, I mean. No, 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 there no. There's, there's. We didn't need proof. It's not going no, on YouTube. It's not going on YouTube. <laughs> I use this for promotional stuff for the show. I got to edit all that out now. You see, you put bad taste <laughs> in our names, man. Jeez, I forgot what I was doing. Oh yeah, I dropped you guys off. I went and, into the and tunnel. Robert's thinking this is why we should have just brought just me on. I, I don't know what we <laughs> should put Tracy on here too. <laughs> the less you say, the better. <laughs> more now with Tracy. Hey, now with Tracy, right the more you say. Hey, the less you say, the better. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now with Tracy, the more you say, you know, the more the more reaction <laughs> the more you get you out of get. people. Yeah. Yeah. That happened all weekend. That happened okay. all weekend. We went. Oh god. We went to one of the the pit stops, right? Like to the box, and he's like, "I'm oh, glad you talked to some." He talked to some lady, and he's all like, "Oh, we don't. We can't talk to her. We gotta wait for the crew chief." I was like, whoever that is, right? He goes, I'm going to get us to sit up there. Watch, I'm going to get us to sit up there. <laughs> I was like, whatever. I'm following your lead. You know, I'm your support. He goes, hey, um, where's the crew chief at? And he's like, oh, his name is Sam. You got to talk to Sam. We're talking to Sam. Tracy, Tracy's talking to Sam. But, hey, bud, you know, we're from Fort Bragg. You know, they said, come down here and talk to the crew, and we might be able to sit up there. Oh, um, yeah, y'all going to have these two seats. So the whole race, my first race. I sat in the box and watched pit sat, stops. Watched sat wrecks, one of the pit watched, boxes. Oh my! Yeah, God. that that was crazy. <laughs> I see, got in trouble with y'all too. I swear yeah, to gosh, I'd have got in trouble with y'all too. Trouble, too man, I mean, especially because yeah. I'd, I'd have been slamming beers back. I know I'd have got in trouble with y'all too. I'm not. I, I I asked Tracy. I was like, "Hey, can we drink?" He's like, "No, we can't drink. We're gonna be in the pit." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> 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 All right. I'm not, like, he couldn't have did it drunk. He had to do it sober. Oh, yeah, gosh, well, he had to be sober. You, you just got to know how to talk to people and, you know, how you just got to be confident and just think about <laughs> the trip. You really should probably go be a recruiter. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know where you're at rank-wise right now, but, like, once you get the opportunity to uh, have to either go to, like, branch out and have to go to, like, either recruiting or drill sergeant school or something like that, uh, you should probably consider recruiting for sure. <laughs> He's talking about how I got us on the box for, you know, the, the Xfinity race. But come cup day, Sunday, time for the cup race, I talked to <laughs> the three crew again, and I had us reserve seats up on the three box. But we went to the eight, <laughs> and the marketing manager was like, what are you doing up here? We have seats for you on the three. Yeah. Now, now, this is Robert's first race, so now he's spoiled. Oh yeah, absolutely. For, Man, for you won't experience. never have that again. Don't go to another one. You you go you go into the stands. You will feel like you're among the peasants. Yeah, 
It's just you'll be waiting for somebody to bring you food. Like, no, what are you doing? I have to go get my own food. <laughs> I gotta get my. I gotta. I gotta go to the bathroom on my own here. Come on. You you'll know? look to the person next to you. Hey, go get me something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> you see, and I didn't. And during the cup race and the truck race, I didn't know how to tell Tracy. Like, bro, I kind of don't want to sit down here, like in the pit, in the, in the box, no more. Like, I want to see the whole race for what right. it is. I didn't know how to tell him, right? Because he's he was. Working yeah, hard. Tracy's living the moment right there, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, he worked hard for what we got. And I was just like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to let him know. Like, hey, you know what? I want to see what it's like from up there. It wasn't anything different except for being around a bunch more people and people that are important that we kind of got to see, like, the, the back, the, what's it, like, um, backstage, yeah. Yeah, behind the scenes, behind you know, scenes, that's, yeah. that's what, that's what my first, my first, Race was was behind the scenes. If you got to see all the back scenes for your first race, man, you're doing good. Oh yeah, yeah. you're you're living hog to hog for sure. Yeah, it was nice, man. It was really nice. And I felt so out of my place to the point that we had went to Speedway Restaurant where it has a little race car at the top. Yeah, and there's like all these pictures of somebody on there, right? And I'm like, I put it on my Snapchat, take a picture. I was all like, man, who is this guy? My my buddies is like, that's Dale. That's Dale. I don't want to chop his name up. Earnhardt? Earnhardt. That's Dale Earnhardt Jr., you d- right? He told me that. Now. I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. He's like, that's, he's, that's only the oh best NASCAR driver there is out there. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, you should send them a picture of a low rider, like famous low rider painter, and say, and say hey, yeah. just pick his, chop his block oh, off about man. that. Because that is so crazy. So, <laughs> so overall, Robert, I got to know how the race weekend was for you. If you you, had to rate it on a 1 to 10. Yeah, if you had to rate it on a 1 to 10, how would you rate it? It was a solid 10, man. Solid 10. Solid 10. It was nice. It was a good experience. It was loud. It was fast. No, I didn't. I thought it was just another left turn. Like, oh, they're going to make another left turn. No, man. They're like, I I still don't really understand everything, but it was really cool. The experience, the food was great. The people were awesome. The getting drunk every day, like Saturday, I got drunk, I got drunk on Friday and Saturday. That was pretty cool. Sunday and Monday were my recovery days, and the experience was cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm happy to hear that just from my side of stuff of actually growing up and racing, driving, and all that is somebody that's never been in a in a or around it. I'm sorry, around racing or anything like that. All they've ever thought is, well, another left turn, another left turn, another left turn. But the first time they actually experience it, it's like, okay, my mind's changed. There's a whole hell of a lot more that goes into oh, this yeah. than what I've always thought. You know, it's, it's way more technical. It, it, even on the pit road side, you got to sit in the box. You got to see everything firsthand. It's not just going out there, going fast, turning left. Like, I might be wrong, but it's not just the drivers. Like, that's not, no, that's absolutely not the team. Not. The driver doesn't carry the team. Like, it's literally the pit crew, and and it's it's a, it's everybody. I, I figured it's just like, oh, it's just the driver. He has to be first. And no, it's it's the crews, too, man. They got to work hard. They got to oh, yeah. do what they do, and they got to be fast and sufficient about it. Yeah, I, I, I can't tell you how happy that makes me to hear you say that. No, it really, it really is, because I, I think a lot of people have that misconception, and I think – NASCAR, especially and, drag uh, racers. I can, I hope the Reeves. I know the Reeves will listen to this this coming week, and that's why I'm saying this comment. It, it, dang drag racers. That's the only reason why I said that comment. All right, oh, okay. On. But I, I think I think I think I think it is important for. I mean, with football starting up here in the next 
what week or so it, it's going to be starting back up. Roll now. Tide. Yeah, Roll that, Tide. Yeah, the uh, the college football season has started. Football uh, NFL is about to start here, so NASCAR is probably going to start <laughs> taking a back seat. But I'm glad to hear that at least this year in 2021, NASCAR has I I want to dare say one new fan. You're right. And that's awesome. Before we wrap it up here, I want to ask Tracy this. Tracy, you told me you have ambitions to get into NASCAR in one form or another. So tell us what happened this weekend. You want to hear the story again, let Charlie here and Preston hear it and everybody listening to what happened this weekend. And like I said, since I was a little kid, I wanted to work around it or drive, something like that. But, and after high school, I had the chance to get a NASCAR tech. I just didn't take it. So then, I joined the Army to get the college funds to go do it. But this past weekend, I started talking to people. I want to say I went out on a limb and went straight to a driver instead of asking, like, the crew and stuff. I went straight to Austin Dillon because, you know, his granddad owns RCR. Who's a better person to talk to than him? I started talking to him, and he was like, you know, go talk to our marketing girl. He's like, you know, you can call the shop, and we'll figure something out, and you can come hang out with me and the rest of the team. I said, that'd be great. He's like, you can shadow us for a day and we can teach you some things. And then I started talking to the crew and they're telling me the same thing. But close to the end of the night, end of the race, the cup race, I started talking to the marketing girl and she gave me her number to message her about it. I, I've texted her about it. She, she hasn't responded yet, but I'm assuming she's just super busy and she has a lot on her plate. If they don't call, you know, if they don't answer by tomorrow, it's been about a week, I'll call the shop and see what's going on. But other than that, I think it's, you know, I was given the opportunity, and if I don't take it, I might not ever get it again. No, I totally understand that, man. Go for it. If that's what you want to do, go for it, man. Don't let anybody stop you. Doing the right thing, networking, that's definitely the right thing to do in this organization, in this business. It's all about who you know and instead of really what you know, and I think Charlie would attest to that as well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Unfortunately, that's that's the case, uh, more or less, is, is, is who you know and not what you know. You could be the dumbest freaking son of a gun on the block and know more people than anybody else. And unfortunately, with NASCAR nowadays, <clears throat> be the dumbest person with the most money. That gets you everywhere rather being no money and knowing the most and get you nowhere. And I, me and Matt both both went to uh, UTI there in, in Mooresville. And I, I worked with a couple of teams before I eventually moved back to Alabama because I, I had a job offer. And I couldn't refuse it for the money. So, and I've been back down here ever since and just went back to just racing cars down here. Still have a couple of friends that work with truck series teams and Xfinity series, whatnot, but probably won't ever happen for me again either. So, uh, but no, I, and I'm not saying that to, to bust your bubble by no means. I, you pursue everything, man. You get a phone number, call it. You get a right. name, find it everything helps. So, and we interviewed somebody last week that literally knows nothing, absolutely nothing about a car, but is everywhere he needs to be as far as working with teams. So anything's possible, man. It really is. Yeah. And I thought, you know, RCR is kind of a big step with going straight to them because they don't have a truck series team. They don't have a K&N team. It's either you're going to start an Xfinity or you're going to go straight to cup with them. Mm-hmm. A lot of times somebody needs to start with K&N or trucks or something like that. You got to start somewhere. 
Hey Tracy, uh, you know it's a it's a hundred percent miss on the opportunities that you don't take, man. So exactly. right there, I so I just did classroom presentations today, and I was telling some of these high school seniors, I was like, I was telling them about scholarships and the fact that you know you're you're definitely not going to get scholarships that you don't apply for. And I said, whether that be academic, you can have C average. I said I'd be applying for every academic scholarship there is. I didn't care if I had a C average or not. I said. You, you ain't going to get it if you don't apply for it. So I don't care what kind of grade point average I had or anything. That's the same thing in life in general. If if you don't go for it, you definitely won't ever get it. Before we get off here, I know how Matt feels about the championship, but who do you guys think is going to win it? i tell you what. Uh, Larson lays it out all in line like he did last week. Uh, he's my pick. I, I got to go with him because I if Danny would have left that door open another half a car length, yeah, it'd been game over. Uh, Larson would have had him. Um, I don't Larson's going to win it. I, yeah, I don't care if it had been a video game move or not. If if Denny would have been another half a car length off the top of the track, it'd have been game over. It, right. And Larson would have won that race, hands down. If that last caution, if that last caution wouldn't have come out, Denny Hamlin wasn't going to win the race. He got lucky. Uh, Josh Chastain would have won that race. There's no such thing as luck in racing. If Truex wouldn't have got that pit road penalty, I think he would have won because. He was quick. Uh, Trix did that one to himself, though. Yeah, he did. He, he was fast, but I think at, by the end of that race, uh, he done used up everything he had, car, tires, engine, yeah. everything, trying to work himself back to the front so many times. Yeah, it was all on him, but all in all, it was a great race, especially the, the battle for the win, the lead changes. It was great. I really think Byron may have had something for him, but just caught oh, yeah, up that- and stuff, so. That was heartbreaking. I was a Byron fan when he first came in the cup, and I saw that happen to him, you know, him getting a shot at the championship again. Um, I, I think these these next couple of tracks play into a lot of drivers' favor. I, I think Hendrick in general. Yeah. Uh, with with Byron, Elliott, I don't even think so much Larson. Uh, maybe Lar- Larson will probably run good, but I think you're going to see Byron and Elliott out of your Hendrick stable pretty well dominate. Uh, Richmond is coming week. This one comes out, and you know, a lot of people don't like it. I know we're talk- we were talking about you know the next couple races, but back to Darlington, one that really surprised me. And I don't think he has a lot of fans. He's a smaller team, but Corey LaJoy with a top ten, like was a top ten, eleventh place finish, but ran in yeah, the top. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I like LaJoy. You know, he, you don't ever see him causing any drama. Stays keeps his keeps his nose clean, he, and he's been there the past couple weeks. You know, one of them races being Daytona, of course, where he led a couple laps, uh, wound up, of course, being at the wrong end of a situation, but uh, that's Daytona, unfortunately. I feel if he had a good team, you know, if he was like – if he had the 10 car instead of Eric Amarola. Yeah, I don't care nothing for Eric Amarola. I mean, he only wins once, maybe once every two years. Yeah. I think Eric Boy- Amarola a wreck you real fast in a game, too. Yeah. I think LaJoy would be a good fit for the 10. Oh, man. Man, that's great stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you guys are great. Um, I um, want to thank Robert and Tracy for coming on again, being our first guest uh, as far as fan interaction just with the show. Off, well, thanks for everything, man. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> thanks for – was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for coming on, Robert. I really do appreciate it, Tracy. <laughs> Best of luck uh, in your endeavor to get into NASCAR. Hope you can do it, man. Uh, you know, like Robert said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So go for it, Robert. I'm glad you had a great experience at your first race. Hopefully more to come here. 
Y'all should try and make the uh, Roval race. Yeah, that's going to be a, that'd be a fun race to go to as well, Robert. That'd be yeah, a different I, point I, of view. I think I can do it. Well, that doesn't mean Robert can't. I'm going with Tracy. I'm oh. going with Tracy. You'll see me there. <laughs> yeah, see you on- <laughs> I don't blame you guys. Gentlemen, thank I, I want to thank you for bringing me on. Yeah. But, uh, hey, when is the Roval race? I can come back on and we can talk more racing. Yeah, absolutely. We are more than down to just talk racing anytime, and that's the point of the show, rambling about racing. We just talk racing. Just like at the track, I'll talk all night with you about racing. Oh yeah, I get, I get, I have to go to bed. I get way too. Oh yeah, I, I went to bed early too. I was the old man in that group. I was thinking everybody else was in their twenties. I was in my uh, now come nine o'clock in the morning. I'd be yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know that. <laughs> Yeah, so, oh. again, gentlemen, thank you for coming on. It was uh, great meeting you guys. Be safe out there, and we'll talk to you guys later. All right, thanks, All right. guys. Here you are. Before we wrap up today's show, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our partnership with Fanatics. Fanatics is a proud partner of the Unhinged Sports Network, which we here at Rambling About Racing are a proud affiliate of. So if you head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under our Sponsors tab, there at the bottom, you'll see a link to Fanatics. It'll take you right to the NASCAR page where you can get all your latest and greatest driver gear, such as T-shirts, hoodies, diecasts, and much more. But it doesn't just stop. have to stop there. If you like Alabama Crimson Tide football, buy Alabama Crimson Tide football from there. If you like Washington Capitals, Washington Capitals has all their stores there as well. So head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under the Sponsor tab. Link is there at the bottom for Fanatics. All purchases will help out the Unhinged Sports Network bring you better content and more content for the future. Go check them out. White flag, white flag, white flag. One lap to go, one lap right here. Final thoughts here on Rambling About Racing. Thanks again to Robert and Tracy for coming on to the show and sharing their experience over this Southern 500 weekend there at Darlington. Great to meet them. Uh, again, thank you for guys for your service. And now we get into the final thoughts. Driver of the week this week in NASCAR. And I have to revert back to last week. I messed up. I didn't give the In the Marbles 2.0 standings. So I got them here updated for the races after Darlington. SMR R&D takes the lead over Matt Camper with 40 949 points. We had a change in the lead. We had a change in the lead since it was either at Daytona or here after Darlington, but SMR R&D are defending champion in the lead. Matt Camper is second with 4,932 points, so not much of a gap there. I think it's going to come down to those two throughout the course of the season. I still have a chance. I think you still have a chance. S-Blade's third. SMR Operations, who is Preston, who hasn't been here since seven episodes ago, is in fourth. I'm in fifth now. Chuck8384 is in sixth. Smoking Woody bumped down all the way to seventh. And Unhinged Racing is eighth. Summers Racing is ninth. Again, that's for that $100 Amazon gift card. Like I said, we're in the works of making a new fantasy league for... Rambling about racing should be a lot of fun. That will be unveiled before the start of Speed Weeks here in 2022. And Preston, we're going to throw it over to you, man. Who is our driver? I'm going to beat you. <laughs> I, I, I hope. Any- I will finish top five. Well, well, challenge accepted. I can't. It's not a challenge. It's a promise. It's a promise. Huh? Okay, man. All right. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, Preston. Oh, 
<laughs> smack talking over there, man. That's hurtful. That's hurtful. <laughs> uh, Preston, who do you have for uh, our driver of the week this week here? Driver of the week this week is a man by the name of Emmanuel Zervakis. I'm I'm hope I'm saying that correctly. NASCAR driver and team owner born January the 23rd of 1930, passed away on June the 25th of 2003. He won two NASCAR Grand National Series races in his career, both in 1961, the Greenville 200 and the Yankee 500. Later went on to own a part-time cup team and a successful Bush Series team, receiving five Bush wins as an owner, four with Butch Lindley and one with Ricky Rudd. He ran 83 races over seven years in the what is now NASCAR Cup Series. His best points finish was third back in 1961. First race was in 1956, which was race six, as it was called, at Daytona Beach. His last race was 1963 at the Southern 500, which, you know, Darlington, amassing, of course, two wins and 40 top tens and two pulls over his driving career. <clears throat> he also made six starts in what is now the defunct convertible series. He finished third in the point standings two times in his career as well. And so that is your driver of the week, Emmanuel Zervakis. Interesting name, for very, sure. And very interesting career. Would have been nice to watch him race back in 1961. But we're going to jump three years ahead of 1961 to 1964, more specifically September 14th, 1964, for this week in NASCAR. Team owner Conan Owens ends his retirement as a driver and wins the Capital City 300 at Richmond, beating his hired driver, David Pearson, by a full lap. That almost sounds like what happened at Darlington. It seems like not many cars stay on the lead lap at Darlington for too long. I think we only ended up with like seven or eight on the lead lap by the time it was all said and done. Oh, these long green flag runs they have. Yeah, that was not hard to do. It did go by fast there for me. But, again, thank you to everybody who participated on the show. Uh, It was great meeting everybody at the races, whether it be Josh Rayum, Amber Slagle. It was just great to finally meet all those people. Uh, Thanks to Charlie for being on the show today, as well as Preston for finally coming back, man. And, like I said, I I had that uh, intro for you. Lock and load it for a while now. I'm glad I finally got to use it. Well, I'm glad you got to use it too. Well, any anything else, guys, before we wrap it up here? No, I'm I'm good. Hope everybody has a good rest of the week. Yep. Um, Best of luck for uh this weekend, Charlie. We'll definitely be sharing that on social media. Keep us updated whenever yeah, hopefully, you can. Uh the the lady that does the videoing will be there. If not, I will have it live stream i will just have somebody hopefully going up to the stands to do it this time instead of right there where somebody will be spotting for me and saying filthy language right (laughs) that was a lot of fun though hopefully we'll definitely share that on all social media platforms keep us up to date on that and we'll make sure to share it on rambling about racing on twitter preston anything else man uh nope hope everybody has a great week looking forward to races this weekend Yeah, looking forward to them. And speaking of that, I got the schedule for this weekend's events right here before we wrap it up. The Cup Series will be racing Saturday, September 11th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBCXSN. As well as the Xfinity Series will be racing at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBCSN. So a double header for you guys up there at the Richmond International Raceway. Should be a lot of fun. Truck Series is off this weekend. Formula One, though, is going to be a very fun 
Grand Prix here as we have the Italian Grand Prix. Race starts September 12th at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on ESPN. But don't forget to catch the sprint races. Another sprint race is just like we had at Silverstone. September 11th at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time there on ESPN, I would assume, as well. So make sure to catch that. Those sprint races were a great success there, I'd say, at Silverstone. Preston, wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah, I loved it. Loved every second. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes up again, and maybe we'll see another spectacular historical weekend like we saw at Silverstone. But those are the races coming up, the Formula 1 and NASCAR races. Gentlemen, last time, anything else before we wrap it up here? Nope, I'm good on my end. All right, well, we're just going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I'd like to thank everybody so much for tuning in to us this week here at Ramblin' About Racing. Make sure to head over to ramblinaboutracing.com to links to all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing and what's going on here for the show. For Preston Lude, at P underscore Luda on Twitter, Charlie Herkes, Chuck8384 on Twitter. I'm Matt Beamer, mbeamer22 on Twitter. Make sure to follow us if you want to as well. Special thanks again to Tracy and Robert for being on this show. And like to thank our partners again here at the show, Stand Up to Gancer, Flag and Anthem, and Fanatics for all they do, not only for us here at the show, but also for the Unhinged Sports Network. Thanks again to Belly Up Sports Network for bringing us on as well. Stay safe, and we'll see you after the races this weekend. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa. Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, You can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.